Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to Our Culture Gaming. I'm Scott, joined by Josh. Hello, Scott. Josh, my friend, we've both been playing through the Mafia Definitive Edition. Now, I don't know about you. We're just going to sort of dive into all sorts of thoughts on it. Um, this isn't a formal review because um, neither of us have finished it, but we have been on it for what, feel, what feels like most of the weekend um, and a good few hours more. But And there's some, there's some stuff for this that is, for me, so done so phenomenally well um, yeah. in, in regards to the aesthetics, the amount of work they've put into it. Um, if you compare the original to this, just the sheer level of in, increased detail and fidelity and everything else. I looked at this game and... <laughs> <laughs> so it's the game where I kind of went, I don't even know if I need next gen, to be honest. Oh. This, this is this looks good. This looks so good that I, I don't know what I what am I what, why do I why do I need next gen jo- uh, John? Why do I need next gen John? John? Um, well because I just I think it looks gorgeous and we can get more obviously get more gameplay specific, but this thing just looks so stunning. I was like, if you can do this without like a five year turnaround, without a Red Dead Redemption 2 level turnaround, then maybe that's just the way. Maybe that's what Maybe, we're going to do. Uh, see, Scott, I, I, I agree and I disagree like I always do in these videos, you know. <laughs> when it comes to Mafia, yeah, it looks gorgeous. The presentation is absolutely top-notch from that very mm. first opening sweep throughout the city to, you know, these really just gorgeously lit, intimate conversations with characters. Like, the presentation is excellent and at times mm-hmm. I think it does, especially like in HDR when you're even just going through the city or you're going through the um, the, the level when you're at the farmhouse and there's a storm kind of going on. Oh, like God, it yeah. looks almost next gen in terms of, you know, just the visual presentation. Like the rain and everything. That said, it only looks beautiful for me until it doesn't because there have been a few <laughs> moments where it just does look quite flat and it's not necessarily the fault of really? the developers. I just think that sometimes, you know, I feel like in some cases, we're going to get into mm. this more, I think, in a podcast, but I feel like in some areas of video game like presentation, we've hit a ceiling on current gen hardware. Like sometimes the mm. faces in gameplay look completely flat and unlifelike. The animations are a bit stilted when someone picks up a glass and it t- puts it to the lips. It looks not good, but it only looks not good because things like the lighting and things like the uh, you know the actual cutscenes look better than ever you know what i mean so it makes those mm-hmm. other other elements that you know otherwise look good in another game it makes them a bit more jarring because now we've pushed mm-hmm. these levels up a bit well, there, more. There that is, said it still looks beautiful 
Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, there, there's absolutely a clash in terms of like how absolutely stunning uh, the vast majority of the character models look. Uh, and for the most part, it's the city. Um, like, there's so many times where I'm just pulling up on, on street corners and stuff like that and looking around different city blocks and the amount of detail, the different NPC animations, mm -hmm. things like that, where I'm like, oh my God, you guys, like, you really cared about this um, in a way that you clearly didn't about Mafia 2's uh, remaster. Because <laughs> um, obviously this one is a ground-up remake and it is Hangar 13, um, going back to the original assets and, and rebuilding all the original wireframe meshes and stuff and rebuilding building it um that stuff i think just looks absolutely stunning you can sort of like pause any part of when you're driving through the city and it'll just look gorgeous whether it's like you said during a rainstorm or like the sun peeking through some forestation or whatever i just there's a lot of moments like that where i'm like that looks absolutely stunning however yeah. it is a game of two halves because as soon as you get to the gameplay it's like oh yeah the, it's 2003 again or whatever year mafia released in it's an early 2000s cover-based shooter um might even be later than that but either way um the melee combat for me is is pretty terrible the first time you get given a baseball bat and you're told to rough up some cars to send a message and mm -hmm. um, you're just flailing everywhere and it's just you're yeah. hitting circle and the only other thing you can do is parry when someone attacks you when you hit triangle maybe you can free up a finisher or something but um, the detail that's there is incredible once you actually land a hit with a baseball bat your enemy does get like a bloodied nose or something the detail is there the detail's always there but the mm -hmm. actual act of playing it that's the thing where I wish they'd done a lot more in regards to you know bringing in sort of newer, newer age cover mechanics maybe like letting you traverse over stuff or do takedowns over cover or things like that um, mm -hmm. how have you found the, the mesh between how it looks and how it you like the aesthetics and the story versus maybe the reality of playing it um, it's kind of like very similar like there mm. are moments where I do think it clicks um, I think the driving is really really good especially if you play it on like simulation they've absolutely nailed kind of like the, the weight and the momentum of like these cars mm. when it comes to the combat I do agree that um, melee combat is incredibly clunky and it sucks because they make you do so much of it especially early yeah. on like I feel like you're always beating up thugs of crashing or trashing cars like you said but um, there are times when it does click like I was doing a shootout last night um, through this um, area like going up a staircase and the animations of the characters when they were getting shot when they were getting like blasted back like it looked really compelling it looked really visceral and it felt really mm. visceral but um, it does feel like you said a little bit dated in terms of mechanics I don't think that's just because it's based on an, on an older game like you could have updated the, the cover mechanics like you said to be a bit more yeah. intuitive to be a bit more organic to be a bit more natural in the way you move from cover to cover because I'm kind of in that almost like Grand Theft Auto 4 mode where I'm just sticking to walls and stuff and I'm struggling right. to get out of it. I don't think it like hurts the game massively, but um, it does kind of weirdly feel in parts, obviously because it's a remake, but uh, it feels slightly um, just dated compared to these other areas which do feel like proper next level stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, that's the thing because I, I said there's there's a there's a assumption of flow that comes from the presentation. Like you go into it, and they, you know they're very much billing it as a, a ground up remake, um, and it does feel like they've learned a lot of the lessons of Mafia Three, and they've brought those things in. Mm. And I, I think the vast majority of it does just go, and I think that obviously the um, the story is brilliant. Tommy Angelo is a great character. Um, I'd never played through the first Mafia, so like for me, I, I'm pretty I'm assuming how things are going to play out. Um, but I yeah, I never played through it, but I love the um, the setup of uh, Tommy going to this uh, talking to this police detective and sort of reopening an old case that the detective was never able to close um, yep. and then Angelo is like hey I've got all these contacts because I'm a mafia dude and then you flash back like eight years and you I, I never knew it was told like that 
um, mm-hmm. story-wise. Now, I love that as a setup. Like, you're obviously building up to what made him go to the police and what made him um, want to sort of, like, turn on his own family, the people that brought him in yeah. kind of thing. Um, that whole setup is great. And obviously, you know, on the aesthetic side, that's when it shines the most because you have these really great um, motion-captured cutscenes, and it feels like they've brought in the L.A. Noir-style facial tech where, like, you know, I think all those interactions, all the cutscene stuff is just immaculate. Um, you yeah. know, you get, like, really... Um, specific nuanced facial animations or you can tell a character is thinking something based on how they like furrow their brow or something like that um, that stuff is absolutely stunning it's just that it does clash a bit with some pretty old outdated melee stuff and a really simplistic cover system but the story wise I don't know I think you're pretty much the same as me Oh yeah, yeah, 100%. Like, I'm here for the story. I think the story is so compelling and the characters, they've managed to bring them to life in a new way because even though the general through line of the original story is there, at least unless they make mm. some radical changes towards the end that I don't know about, uh, they have, like, rewritten the dialogue and stuff. So a lot of, like, mm-hmm. the interactions and dynamics are slightly different. And for me, it's more authentic and more kind of like compelling the way they've done it. I think the performances and the writing, they've really allowed these characters that you had to kind of almost fill in the blanks of originally or imagine to be kind of what they were aiming for. Like they feel fully fully realized now. That's not to do the first game um, a disservice or anything. I just feel like, you know, they've they've identified what could be improved with the advancements that we've made in technology and stuff. And like you mm. say, like Tommy Angelo himself is so kind of like well-written and as a performance, like it is so compelling. Like you said, you get those little nuances. Like I hit a really great scene um, last night between Tommy and uh, his love interest and like just the way mm-hmm. they kind of like interact, inter- interacted in this kind of like inter scene like it made the explosive violence made sense because I feel like mm. in, in games like this you can always kind of have the violence be not really impactful or not really or kind of like have that dissonance between what the character's doing and then what they're feeling but here it's actually it's tied together in a really interesting way and I feel like even though it is based on a lot of old tropes a lot of mm. old conventions and it is a send-up to you know mafia movies and stuff like that it's not done in the same way that i thought mafia 2 was done originally because mafia 2 i really liked but that is mm. very much indebted to a lot of other mafia fiction you know what i mean in a lot of ways it is just aping scenes from goodfellas or aping scenes from the godfather right. and this obviously has those influences and those homages and it wears it on their sleeve but it's it feels like it's telling its own unique story it feels like these characters are unique to this world and not just kind of um fragmentations like analogs of, of stereotypes. yeah analogs for other people or other themes or other scenes that we've seen elsewhere i'm mm. honestly like it's I, I can't wait to play more of it i can't wait to finish it because of that Sorry. reason like i can forgive so much of the slightly dated or slightly wonky combat because the world that they've brought to life is so compelling and that might have something to do with the fact that i am going through the sopranos at the moment and i have got a taste <laughs> for mafia related fiction but even uh, without that, I think I'd still be having a good time. The thing that's really um, unique about it, because I was going to say in regards to everything you just said, I think authenticity will carry anything. Like if you be- if, if a certain creative team believes in what they're doing, you can absolutely play into established tropes. And, you know, those things are enjoyable for a reason. They've stood the test of time for a reason. Um, and obviously Mafia, like, you know, the original one, the original uh, trilogy, or well, the first two games, because Mafia 3 sort of went in more of a GTA uh, chaos direction, always got this sort of cult fan base around it, where it was, you know, if you're a Mafia fan, you were full on, you need to play this game. Why aren't you playing? this game <clears throat> and I always felt like it had this reputation um, I feel like this does it such a, a great um, you know it, 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 it um, what's the word that I want I want some <laughs> I word know. 
like um, like exemplifies is emblematic of why you would care in that cult classic kind of way. Um, because I, the point I was going to segue into is that I love that they give you options like a speed limiter when you're driving around, and um, mm-hmm. they want you to adhere to certain rules of the road um, or rules of the world, and they do have like a heavy police presence, um, which depending on the difficulty you can tweak to be you know you might have them be more sensitive to if you drive if you speed past them then they can drive after you or you can have them forgive things like that. Um, that puts you in a mindset that is so completely different. To GTA, um, especially if you compare to when the first Mafia dropped um, after or around about Vice City San Andreas, um, when all we wanted from open world games back then was full on absolute carnage. And here was Mafia going, well, why don't you calm down a little bit? Why don't you take in the story and pathos and character and everything else? And I think that in, you know, you play it now, seven years removed from GTA V, and like I, I'm so up for that. I'm so up for something that isn't about open world carnage and is entirely character driven. You very rarely get a chance in between missions, um, you know, to just go crazy. It's very much just the the world is supporting the characters. They live in this yeah. world, and everything everything backs itself up. So I, I'm a complete convert on why this matters. I, I was one of those people when I was younger, going like, oh, I don't want to slow down. I want to speed through the lights. Whereas yeah. now I'm like, no, give me slow burn. I'll put the jazz music on, I'll put Louis Armstrong on, and yeah. I'll just slowly go place to place. It's great. I mean, I think that's even, it's even seen in some of the mechanics, like you can bribe mm. police officers if you have been caught speeding, but it's purely yes. a kind of performative thing because there's no like currency that you're hoarding in the mm-hmm. game or anything, like you can't buy anything. So it's just kind of like the act of, you know, role playing as a gangster and tipping off like the cops and making <laughs> sure like they're not on your tail and stuff and kind of like that, mm-hmm. that power fantasy or whatever. And I do think you touched on something really interesting there with the open world, because even though there is a sandbox, it's not an open world game. Like it's, it's very right. linear in how you go from mission to mission. It's like L.A. Noir have... a little bit. Yes. Yeah. It's kind of, yeah. Like even a bit more limited than L.A. Noir probably, because you don't really mm-hmm. get those moments where you can just kind of like go off to explore anything. It's like very much focused on the story and everything around it kind of like backs that up and I know the original two Mafia games two especially kind of took a lot of criticism for doing that for wasting Mm. an open world and I just don't view it like that at all like if you if you meet it on its own terms and don't treat it like a GDA, don't treat it like an Ubisoft sandbox and treat it as this kind of story-driven title that has a, a huge authentic environment kind of facilitating that story and feeding into the themes and feeling into the immersion of it, then I think you Mm. can properly kind of like dive in, like you said, and appreciate those smaller moments, appreciate the times where it slows down to focus Mm -hmm. on the characters because thankfully, in my opinion, the characters are worth slowing down to focus on, you know what I mean? They're really um, compelling and they back it up. Mm-hmm. And there's so there's so much environmental detail as well. Like it's not it's set in like a fictional recreation of I think it's Chicago, um, with yeah. a they sort of pick and choose a handful of different. I mean it's set in like the, like the 1930s. Um, so you have things like the Great Depression, and you have like um, oh god my words, what's the thing with the whole alcohol? But prohibition, that's prohibition. the word that I want. Yeah, so you sort of bring those things in. This can all stay in the edit. It's fine. I don't care. Um, it's, I, I like that, though, is this sort of melting pot commentary on. I mean, I know that those obviously those things were real-world events, but I like them picking and choosing from sort of American ephemera. It's sort of you can drop things in and go, we're going to... Because it is in a fictional state and you have this sort of melting pot of like potential stereotypes or analogs for certain great scenes in movies, um, you know, and then you bring in all these sort of reasons to walk the line between, you know, the judicial system and what you could get away with in regards to smuggling whiskey to 
a bar or something like that. Um, I love all that stuff, and I think it all comes together so well. Like it has just the right amount of authenticity and believability, but it is still a fictional. It has a little bit of that GTA fictional side of it, where it's like, well, mm -hmm. you know, you can we can experiment more with this, or we can take this character in a certain direction or this event in a certain direction that if you were sticking to real life stuff, you wouldn't be able to. So basically, I'm just sitting here going, I'm like 15 years late to the party on Mafia, <laughs> Mafia One anyway. Um, and uh, I think it's brilliant so far. Obviously, we're, we're still, I don't know how far we are through the whole thing. We just did, we did the race, we did the farmland shootout, um, and now me and you are pretty much in the exact same spot. But what's your closing thoughts on it? Did you know it was going to be this good? Well, I, I hoped it would be this good. When it was first announced mm -hmm. and we saw like the screenshots and we saw like the first trailers and stuff, it was kind of, mm -hmm. it's what I'm what I was hoping it would be. I do think, you know, there are things that let it down. I've, I have encountered more bugs and a few more glitches than oh, I would have yeah. wanted to enjoy. Uh, you know, like the, the actual core shooting isn't awesome, though there are some really good set pieces in there that do kind of do it justice at times. Like it's just, it's just really solid and it gets me excited mm -hmm. about the Mafia franchise. I think like like all of the Mafia games, it's this like flawed gem, you know what I mean? I don't think the series can ever quite escape that reputation of mm. it having potential but never fully like capitalizing on it. Like the best 8 out of it. 10 games ever. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's the, yeah. Like, it's the best 8 out of 10 series like you'll ever play, which sounds like uh, faint praise, but it's 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 <laughs> well worth it. And I feel like, I, I mm. think it's cheaper as well. I think it's like £35 at the moment mm. and it's not going to be like a hugely lengthy game but for like a really focused character study if you like this kind of fiction if you like this kind of world if you've never played mafia before i think that's the most important part if you've never played a mafia and you want to know what all the fuss is about i think this is a mm. great jumping on point much more than mafia 2 remastered or mafia 3 or anything like that i think this does hold up in terms of substance and i think like mm. you said like you're 15 years late to the party or whatever i think playing this you can get it in a way that you might yeah. not get it if you revisit the older games because they were very much of their time. Totally. And it, yeah, and like I said, they, they keep you on a very specific story path. Like, I mean, I, I'm, I'm however many hours in I am, and at no point have I felt like they've sort of gone, okay, go mess around in the city and come back when you're ready, um, which obviously GTA, Saints Row, Sleeping Dogs, they all do that stuff, um, where the open world is, is almost primary and the story is secondary. This is very much characters and pathos and, you know, and payoff is all primary. Um, and maybe at the end, the world opens up or whatever. But I just love being lost in that, in the, the drive of it. Um, because I feel like, like I said, it was very much endemic of the 2000s where it was open world games meant open world carnage or open world sandboxes. And what can we, we can have fun with, you know, all these different sort of experimental AIs and cop chasers mm -hmm. and whatever else. Um, and Mafia sort of went against that. And you can do big, crazy shootouts if you want to, but I feel like it makes more sense to chase down the next plot thread, especially when it is so engaging in regards to this mystery or Tarantino style setup of like the present and filling in the back in the flashbacks and then go all the way back to whatever, whatever reason why he's in the diner at the beginning. Yeah, I know people that are big old Mafia fans will just be like, what the hell took you so long? I'm sorry, but we're here now and it's good. Um, so yeah, let us know what you think down in the comments below. Where does this sort of sit in the general ranking of remasters and remakes that we've had across the last few years? Um, and were you always a Mafia fan and you've been screaming at the screen for the last decade and a half? Uh, for now, I've been Scott from WhatCulture.com. I've been Josh from WhatCulture.com. And we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.